Yeah, so they'll take a credit card out thinking that they might get ahead. You know, some people have said it's like a, it's like a third income, but no, it's not. It's a, it's a third debt is what it is. And it, it sort of multiplies the debt the way it's laid out. And we've seen interest rates go up over time. Yeah, interestingly, like Tom Hanks. You know, yeah, movie. one of my favorite actors. Did you know you had type 2 diabetes? Did that blow your mind or what? Well, you know, you and I, we talk about it all the time, how type 2 diabetes is what we call now the diseases of the affluent. So when I mm -hmm. step back and take a look at that, it's really no surprise. We've got Congress that's acting like a bunch of drunken sailors, spending money like there's no tomorrow, right? The end of 2022, you had the lame duck Congress that passed a $1.7 trillion spending bill but they don't have it. No, but no country around the globe has money right now. I just wanted to address this topic about, you know, not just America's debt, but how a person's individual debt can become such a burden in today's time. In fact, I read a recent article that said the credit mm. card debt in America has jumped 18.5% just recently. That's at an astronomical all-time high. Yeah, and I just, we've talked about debt before, and you know, there's some things that we do to avoid that. And I think people might want to know those key things. But when I think of credit card debt, I mean, the, the best illustration that I think really describes it is it's, it's like wearing handcuffs. You know, it mm, prevents you from really um, effectively living life and maybe even giving somebody else a, a hug. You know, you, you can't do anything. You're restricted by that because you're bound to the idea that you took a alone is what it is. Um, you know, some people have said it's like a, it's like a third income, but no, it's not. It's a, it's a third debt is what it is. And it, it sort of multiplies the debt the way it's laid out. And we've seen interest rates go up over time, especially even now they're going up because people have had a hard time recently over the last couple of years. Yeah. So they'll take a credit card out thinking that they might get ahead. But if they're looking at that actual interest rate that they're going to end up working X amount of time to pay off, yeah. then that's kind of like the handcuffs that you're talking about, how it puts their hands behind their back oh. in terms of trying to get out of debt. You know, I think about credit card debt. It was, you know, I remember the first credit card I got, you know, and I thought, well, you know, if I get a credit card debt that's got a, a $5,000 limit on it, I can I can spend that. And then it only cost me $25 a month to pay it off. I really was thinking that. I mean, what an idiot, man. Right. But then I got smart one day and learned about this concept called amortization. And I realized if I pay $20, $25 a month off with that $5,000, by the time I paid it off, I'd given the credit card company almost $15,000. And I don't know about you, I'm not the most brilliant mind out there, but I'm not the worst either. But that didn't sound like a good deal to me. That sounded like the credit card companies were making all kinds of money. And that didn't seem right. 
And I thought, you know, I got to make some changes on that. And I learned that there's ways out of that, obviously. And I think one thing people can do is if you've got a bunch of credit card debt, there, there, there is ways to negotiate that down with credit card companies just to, to pay it off and close the card. Um, you can. Now, that will take a credit hit. But again, your credit's probably a shot anyway. Another thing people can do is they can actually, there's a bunch of cards out there where you can transfer the balance of a high interest yielding card to a card that has zero transfer balance and maybe a zero interest for a period of six or eight months or a year. Now, if you do that, be cautious because if you don't pay that thing off, right, you're talking about that interest rate can climb higher than your previous card. So it gives you a tool or a band-aid for some time. I'm not suggesting you just bounce those things around, but it, it can give you a little bit of a reprieve for a while. You, you've got to begin to save some money. Well, so we've talked about, you know, how we can possibly get out of getting that credit card debt. What are some other steps that can give people some financial freedom? What are, what are some of the things that they can actually do today and start putting into their lives to gain financial freedom? Well, don't live outside your means for one, learn to live a little more economical. I mean, we were talking about this recently, even when we were we use Kingdom Fuel as an idea, but that the average lunch in America is $14.50. If you could shorten that to $5, right? Which is Kingdom Fuel. Which, which would be good, right? So that would save you some money right there. So look at your grocery bill. Look at uh, things you do extra. Look at eating out. Eat out less. Um, look at your lifestyle. Do you, do you go out on the weekends? And if you do, maybe hold that back once a month. I mean, do little changes like that so you can reduce this extra out flow of money you make and begin to look around. One thing that I'm big on is, is try not to have a car payment. I mean, a car payment is a highly depreciable asset. So if you can, if you got a big car payment, see what you can do about getting that off of there and get something you can drive around. It might not be the best, but if it's reliable to get your point A to point B and you don't have a car payment, that's good, right? Uh, mortgages. You can pay one extra payment on a mortgage per year and you can cut about 10 years off of that length of that loan. That's pretty good to do. Um, there's refinance. Um, you can begin to uh, uh, buy some some tangible assets to hold back in case there's a kind of a stock market collapse like gold and silver. I mean, we've done some of that. Yeah, those are all great assets and great resources. And I think the key that you said is, number one, don't live beyond your means. Mm. Number two, True. if you're going to get a credit card, you really need to think about what that debt looks like. And what does the amortization of that look like? And how long are you going to be in debt to someone else? Well, now we have credit cards, right? So let me just tell you this. You can use a credit card for your advantage if you pay it off every month. So what you can do is you can put airline miles on that. That's a bonus. Hotel points. That's another bonus. And how about paying it off every month and getting yourself a trip somewhere on a weekend. Wouldn't that be cool? So there's a way to benefit from the current system if we know how to use the system, but we can't let the system abuse and use us. And that's really a key point there. So you know, a lot of little cool things. And so again, we've made adjustments with our finances, trying to make sure that we had, you know, debt eliminated. Debt is, is like, handcuffs, but debt will cause you to have ill health as well. And I think one of the other components to that credit card debt is you need to look at the interest rate of what is on that credit card. Because if it has a higher interest rate, you're going to be in debt much longer. So get the debt gone, 
Don't take a loan with a credit card like it's a third income. And don't fall for the trap of paying off the minimum. Get these things out of your life forever and work on being debt-free. You'll find that your life gets better and your health will get better. Even superstars get caught by diabetes. And when you navigate through these, these economies with people, here's, here's what happens. We want to hold their hand through it, let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge. Because a lot of times when you're struck with fear, fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze and, and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just going to forget about it and hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here, is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on, the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances. Kirk Elliott, PhD.com forward slash Sherwood. Hey friends, you already know the answer to this, but we'll ask you anyway. If you stay away from your favorite junk food for a month and then go back to supersizing it, will your health improve? Well, that's the thing about change. To change, we have to be as consistent as possible. And when we go back to an old habit, it's not the end of the world. We just get back at the new habit. Before you know it, real transformation is evident to you and others. That's why we offer a bunch of helpful bonuses when you subscribe to Kingdom Fuel. Kingdom Fuel is our complete nutritional meal shake. It's the simple start to a transformed life and we'll auto ship every month so you don't run out. You'll receive two free shaker cups, free access to our video courses and a monthly call with us filled with practical inspiration. Just see the link below or on your screen and subscribe today. The body's amazing at recovery, so you want to give it every chance, no matter what time it is. So in that context, no, it's certainly never too uh, late. You're never too old to start trying to be healthy. No matter where you are in terms of your health, that you can turn this around. It's never too late to start a wellness program, and it's never too late to reach your healthcare goals. Uh, there's an old adage, um, and I'm not sure where it came from, but I really do like it. And, they say um, the, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. We just want people to hang on to hope. We are hope dealers. And if you are not paying attention to the four foundational pillars of health, physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual, eventually it is gonna catch up. If we get all those four areas right, and we do it right, we see a dynamic occur in the middle called wellness, and that's where people uh, get better. Their health, is really going to return as a side effect of wellness. A 
I was thinking about one of my most favorite movies there today. You, you remember that movie, Forrest Gump? Oh, how can I not remember that movie, Forrest Gump? Life <laughs> is like a box of chocolate. Uh, the thing that oh, cracked me up boy. is the dude started running and never stopped running. That was just amazing. And I just think about him sitting on that bench talking to that older lady, and he's just sitting there like this, real proper and funny. <laughs> I mean, that movie's classic. And, and we have our date nights sometimes. We go to movies, right? Yes, and we sure enjoy them. But, you know, you think about the movie stars and the lifestyle that they go through. It's uh, kind of interesting in some of the debacles that they end up with. Yeah, interestingly, like Tom Hanks. You know yeah, movie? one of my favorite actors. Did you know he had type 2 diabetes? Did that blow your mind or what? It did me. I thought, no way is type 2 diabetes affecting people in Hollywood. Well, you know, you and I, we talk about it all the time, how type 2 diabetes is what we call now the diseases of the affluent. So when I mm -hmm. step back and take a look at that, it's really no surprise. What's shocking about it is really now one in two Americans are type 2 diabetic. And if you translate that to Hollywood, what about one in two actors? Could that be true? I mean, what a sad thing because it doesn't need to happen, does it? Well, you know, it, it absolutely does not, especially when we look at all the things that we can do to avoid it. And you look even at the medical literature, there's no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. So when you take that into the equation, yeah. and if sugar is the problem, we've got to do something about what the problem is. And that means rein it in. And we know oftentimes actors, business people, stewardesses, pilots, you know, we, they live under a lot of stress. And that yeah. stress can be what leads people to a poor lifestyle, doing things that they don't normally do, eating things that they normally wouldn't do because they're, they're living on the run. Well, no question. I think in you know, high performance, I know you're out there probably thinking the same thing. This is me. I'm right there. I'm busy. I'm stressed. But the idea is we really don't have to go there, do we? And this is a, the problem. We face it every day in the clinic. You know, we deal with people who come in, their blood sugar's all a mess. You know, they have these hemoglobin A1Cs that are super high, insulins that are super high. And, you know, just like Tom Hanks, it, it catches them by surprise. Well, yes, that's true. And one of the things that we always talk about, even in our own personal lives, if is if you don't plan, you're planning to fail. So that's a big mm. concept that people have to get is in order to live this thing called a healthy lifestyle, we actually have to make plans to be successful. And that takes planning. And sometimes people yeah. feel like they just don't yeah. have the time. Well, really, and you don't have time to not have time, in my opinion. I mean, health is your greatest wealth. And I think of, you know, the actors, the movie stars, even the influencers you mentioned, they have to be at their top of their game. And, you know, they, they make a lot of money, but they have a lot of influence. And I don't know about you, but I would think that they want to, you know, care for themselves so they could have the influence for a longer period of time versus shortening it by these self uh, indulging, you know, choice-driven disease processes like type 2 diabetes. I personally don't believe type 2 diabetes should exist in any single person across the world. Well, you know, you only get one skin bag to live in. So if you <laughs> don't plan and you don't plan time to take care of this thing, we're actually planning to fail. Well, that's true. You know, she always calls herself a skin bag, but I think she's an amazing, dirt beautiful suit. skin bag. Maybe dirt a dirt suit. suit. Really, you yeah. know, when you think about the dirt suit, though, honestly, the, the body is meant to synergistically exist with the earth. And there's food here. So cool. Well, it's like food. Right? Food. Yeah. That's food. Food that Nutrients. is really created in its regular packaging and form is designed to feed us where we can extract those vitamins, minerals, amino acids, fatty acids that drive our systems. When we think about type 2 diabetes in general, 
those things can't cause that. So it's a disease that's caused by something other than that. And what are those things that are other than that things? Well, well we talk about those being unfoods, fruits, yeah, <laughs> frankenfoods, yeah. foreign foods, things that are foreign to the body. They come in boxes and packages. They help all kinds of additives and preservatives. Yep. And believe it or not, if you turn the label over, one of the top five ingredients every single time is going to be sugar. Yeah. And if sugar is the problem... And it's not necessary for survival. The body can make it on its own from a little bit of protein and mm -hmm. some other mechanisms. If it's the problem, we have to learn how to manage what we take in. So it really boils down to paying attention to what we put in our, in our mouth. I know a lot of people talk about border security these days. <laughs> make this border your border control. security, right? <laughs> I say, make sure you have your customs people right here to check what's coming in. But honestly, we really want to buy food and and eat food that has one ingredient. I mean, I think about that. There's some grapes there. There's orange there. The banana there, right? Those are the way things are packaged normally. Now, yeah, could there be chemicals there? Yes. But the bottom line is it's original food and it's original package gives us the original state of health. And when we don't get that, we get these diseases that come up like type 2 diabetes, which really wasn't around 150 years ago, was it? It wasn't around 150 years ago. In fact, we're actually seeing that go on the rise since that wonderful thing called the food pyramid was actually put oh into place. And, you know, we have, you and I talk about that story <laughs> a lot about the bondage of what even occurred back in Egypt with that thing called the pyramid. Yeah. I think of the, of, of what happened to Americans. You go back and look before the food pyramid, you know, they didn't have this type two diabetes stuff. It was occasional somebody that were 80 or 90 years old, you know, they would just get worn out in that insulin glucose reaction and just get tired. But then you started after this to see children having type two diabetes. Statistics are shocking right now. You look at this, like it is one in three children are predicted to be type two diabetic by the time they're 40 years old. And that's today's statistics. So it's, it, it should not be that way. And we have lots of people we deal with that are struggling with this idea of type 2 diabetes. We can reverse it. We absolutely can. And, you know, the things that have changed is, of course, we go for the quick fixes. Yep. We go through the drive throughs We get things that are high carbohydrate that have no nutrients in them. They're just um, empty calories. Then we have a society that is, uh, we call it the sitting society and sitting oh. is the new smoking. So if we're not moving, that is not getting blood oxygen and nutrients to our system. So how do we expect that we're going to even burn those yeah. empty calories that are coming in? And we're stressed out. We're running from 6 a.m. to almost 6 a.m. the next day and we're not getting any sleep. So we're living this chronic place of stress. And that insulin reaction occurs under stress mm -hmm. because of the glu glu glucose production in response to stress can lead to type 2 diabetes. Well, it can. So if you're out there and struggling with that and you want some help, you give us a call and we'll, we'll help you get out of that mess and get you free from that wicked disease called type 2 diabetes. Let's get real. Most emergency food is just as bad for you as any other choice in the standard American diet. And that's just sad. We don't just need food. We need highly nutritional food. We don't just want to survive food shortages. We are meant to thrive in adversity. 
Complete your daily nutrition and have shelf-stable Kingdom Fuel as a cornerstone of your food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on Kingdom Fuel now. Hello, I'm Kevin Sorbo. Now there's an old saying, it's not what you know, but who you know that matters. Now that's true in our careers, spiritual life, and when it comes to our health and overall well-being. Today, most of us know a lot of information about health and nutrition, but are we really doing anything with it? So here's what I've learned from working with doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. They're the founders of the Functional Medical Institute. You need a wellness plan that's customized based on your unique needs. Now remember, real change can only happen when you address the whole person. That is exactly what Mark and Michelle do and why they are people you should know. They'll help you discover what you need to experience transformation. Find out at Sherwood.tv slash Sorbo. That's Sherwood.tv slash Sorbo or just see the link below. Have a great day and God bless. I could use your assistance. Okay. Um, Jesus. Huh? I, my name is Jesus. <laughs> sure. Jesus. Jesus is here today. You, uh, you looking for a job? Yes, sir. You and Mark have 45 days before the bank forecloses. Not to worry. They do not call me by God buyer for nothing. The collection plate starts to be passed around. Mark reaches into the basket and shouts, you and your family are the winner from the first church of the lotto. Kind of think of it like a high stakes bingo night ever this video of the diaper is going viral right before our eyes. This is a miracle. What, what is? Friends of Faith has over 300,000 followers. Oh my god! That's more followers than Moses had. Jesus! Take the wheel! Say no! Stop! Take the wheel! I got it! I got it, buddy! Hey Mark, great to be with you again. Um, I wish it could be with better news, right? But but yet I do have a smile on my face because there's solutions. So make sure you watch this whole video because we do have solutions for this. But but what I want to talk about is the unrelenting spending happening in America right now. We've got we've got Congress that's acting like a bunch of drunken sailors, spending money like there's no tomorrow, right? The end of 2022, you had the lame duck Congress that passed a $1.7 trillion spending bill, right? $1.7 trillion. Now, I wouldn't have such an issue with it if we actually had $1.7 trillion laying around. You know, then you'd just be allocating what you already have and, you know, just saying where it's going to go. But they don't have it. No, but no country around the globe has money right now, right? Because two years of, of COVID, two years plus of COVID, People weren't spending, there's supply chain disruptions, there's there's issues, there's higher taxation. Now, so what did that force countries to do? Print money like there's no tomorrow, to try to inflate or die. Because if they didn't, there wasn't enough government tax revenue from sales tax revenues, property tax revenues, income tax revenues to actually fund the government. Because the, it's a global economic slowdown. And in fact, projections just the, the second week in January came out that, 
that because of all the fracturing of, of countries in this globalized world, right, because of of import and export controls, what Russia's doing now and, and telling America and the G7 nations, which are the US, the Western industrialized economies of, of Europe, Japan, right? It's like, hey, you guys signed the stupid accord that capped Russian oil at $60 a barrel when oil was 79. And, and back when they did that on, on December 3rd, when Biden signed that into law, it's like, if I were Putin, I wouldn't sell to those countries, right? Why would I sell them oil at a $19 barrel loss? And sure enough, December 28th, he said exactly that. He said, I'm not selling you any oil come February 1st. So what's that going to do to the price of oil? Make it go possibly double because Russia is the largest supplier of oil and gas in the whole world, right? And we're talking about the G7 industrialized nations. They're not chump change either, right? So Oil is going to go through the roof. If we think we've seen even the middle to the end of inflation yet, you're kidding yourselves. We haven't. So inflation is going to come. Oil prices are going to go through the roof. And I don't care if you're the, the biggest green proponent on the planet and you have your solar power, your wind power, and your electric Tesla, right? They all use petroleum. There's there's oil in, in, the, in the gears, right, of any machine and any windmill. There's oil in the bearings and grease of your tires and your electric car. Oil is petroleum products are used in the plastic on your dashboard in your electric car, right? So there's no getting around it. Inflation is going to be coming. And we've got a Congress that's spending money like there's no tomorrow. And like we talked about on a previous show, the potential run on the banks and the FDIC being underinsured, what would be the end result of that? the mother of all quantitative easing, probably five to $7 trillion on top of the $1.7 trillion that they just spent, on top of them having to raise the debt ceiling yet again, right? So there's, we're talking about all these different spending projects that are all in the trillions. We don't have the money. So inflation is gonna persist because government revenues aren't there. So therefore they're gonna have to print without discretion like there's no tomorrow, right? So. So how do you protect yourselves? Like we've talked and I and I I I admit I sound like a broken record, like a one-hit wonder, right? Because but if there was something else that we could do to protect and preserve, I would say it. We would do it. I don't care what the asset is as long as it minimizes our risk, maximizes our return. So your IRAs, they need to be reallocated into gold and silver. Your your brokerage accounts need to be reallocated into gold and silver. Your bank account shouldn't have too much cash because the banks are at risk, right? So, so give our office a call, take advantage of these trends so the trends don't take advantage of you. Get out of harm's way into gold and silver, which are growing like crazy, Mark, crazy. I mean, we're up 98% in silver over the last two and a half years, but the more immediate trend over the last 12 weeks, we're seeing up 40%. That's incredible. In a world where there's so much fear, there's so much uncertainty, there's so much doubt, this can put a smile on your face. So give us a call. We'd love to help you out. Mark has arranged for, for that to happen. We'll take good care of you. Free consultations, right? 720-605-3900. Just say Dr. Mark sent you. Or simply, you can go to kirkelliottphd.com forward slash Sherwood and get on our calendars for that free consultation. We'll help you out. Exploring biohacking, bioharmonizing, biosynergizing, stacking, resilience, or anti-fragility? Start here. No gimmicks, just proven results. 